Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It is the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Brandon Kiley. We got Kramer on the other side of the glass, and we're about to be joined by my guy, Therese Paler. He is the senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. You can hear him each and every week on 610 Sports Radio, both throughout the week on our shows and also on the Therese Paler Show, which airs Monday nights at 6 o'clock. Yours truly will be joining Therese this Monday at 6 as well. Therese, how you doing this morning, man? BK, what's going on, man? Not too much, my friend. All right, let's start here. Um, all week I was under the impression Jalen Ramsey, it was just a matter of when, not if, he was going to get traded. Yesterday it sounded like the Jaguars were having some second thoughts as to whether or not that was going to be the case. Based on your understanding, Therese, where are we with Jalen Ramsey and the likelihood of him actually getting traded? Well, they should be having second thoughts about trading him because trading him, quite frankly, is moronic. Um, he is... An outstanding player. He's you know, 24 year old, all pro, elite cornerback who's not even close to being, um, you know, what he's going to be as far as being polished. So um, if you trade a guy like that, you're doing it because, you know, you just don't think you can fit into the team concept. But I'm, look, I, this, the NFL is a performance league, BK. Like, you know that. You know, I, I've continually said that this is about winning football games. And I gotta tell you, based on like what I saw Thursday night, it seems like Jalen, you know, Jalen's teammates still like really like him, and like or at least respect him enough. Like it, those guys played hard for each other. So, look, I, as far as like whether or not he'll get traded, man, I think you know, no, I don't have an update beyond what I've been tweeting. Like my tweets are my official updates on this situation. Are the Chiefs interested in Jalen Ramsey? Yes, but but they're interested in it if it makes sense, like things have to happen. Like it for the right price basically is what I would tell you. And, sure. you know, a lot of teams are interested in Jalen Ramsey. So like it, it would be easy for them to potentially get out bid. So, you know, let's just see, you know, it's still fluid, but you know, I'm definitely hearing that, like you said, Jacksonville would like to keep him because trading him is moronic. Um, now he could force his way out, I guess, by acting up, but, you know, for now, um, you know, unless he does some stuff to kind of force his hand, you know, beyond what he's done, you know, I, I could definitely see Jacksonville holding on to him. We're talking with senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports, Therese Paler, here on the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. I'm Brandon Kiley. All right, then, kind of going off of that and into your opinion, Therese, do you think that the AB release yesterday, and we kind of talked about this on the first week of the Therese Paler show, that it was always in question mm -hmm. as to how long AB would actually be with the Patriots. I'll be Thanks damned if he didn't. <laughs> he lasted all of 11 days in New England. Therese, do you think that the AB release changes the need for a cornerback here in Kansas City, uh, specifically a need for a corner like Jalen Ramsey or Patrick Peterson, one of those top-end guys? 
Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, BK. Because remember, we were sitting there, and <laughs> like, all right, let's just see if he's here in January. It's a long way to January. <laughs> and lo and behold, man, you know, AB is no longer a Patriot. Um, look, I don't think that situation really affects the Chiefs as much as the fact, you know, common sense does, right? Like, you know, as I like to say, like, we all have eyes. The Chiefs have eyes. They know they need a little bit more help at corner just to be safe. Um and because in the playoffs, you're going to see some elite receivers and you're going to want a guy that can wipe guys out. I think that's just, that's like the final piece for this team. As long as these guys don't get more banged up and they can keep Patrick Mahomes upright with Fisher, um, Eric Fisher out, like, you know, if they can just get to December and January with most of the key players healthy, you know, this team's a shutdown, wipeout cornerback away from being the favorites in the AFC, even with. Tom Brady and the Patriots still looming. So, yeah, I think that that's something that they want to do. I don't think it's the end of the world if they don't get Jalen Ramsey. You know, um, Peterson is a guy that's a good fit. If the Cardinals back off trading him, which they end up might having to do at some point, okay? Um, you know, I just – Patrick Peterson's 29 years old. He wants to win a Super Bowl. I think we can all see that ain't happening this year, and it's probably not happening next year. So, let's just see what happens in that situation. You know, there are other players available. I'm telling you, Xavier Howard is a special player and a great guy. You guys know I did a feature on him last year at this time. Um, you know, could two first-round picks get him out of there? Maybe Omar Kelly, who reports, for the, reports on the Dolphins down there, who I trust implicitly said that's what it would take. So, you know, I think that's something you have to think. And Xavier comes with zero of the off-field concerns you have. with. Um, and he's already got you know, the contract. And he's already under contract. So, and remember, by trading for him, you know the cap hits would be lessened because the the bonus is right. not your responsibility. So, let's just see, man. I, I just I don't think it's the end of the world if the genuine thing doesn't happen. I'm not saying it won't happen, but I'm just saying like like I've consistent consistently said, BK. You know, it's it's a fluid situation, and but but some things would have to happen to make that palatable for the Chiefs. All right, let's kind of script this thing forward and talk about Sunday because, in my opinion, the mm-hmm. Chiefs play the game of the week, going up against the Ravens here in yep. Kansas City, home opener, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, one of the best defenses mm-hmm. in the league going up against Mahomes. I mean, the storylines really do write themselves for this one. Therese, I'm curious, do you as of right now think that the Ravens are the third best team in the AFC? Because I think all season we've kind of been trying to figure out who is that team that's after the Chiefs and the Patriots that's going to kind of contend. I think you can make a pretty strong case right now that it's Baltimore. Yeah, I think that's true. I do. I think it is Baltimore. Um, Now, we also have to take into consideration that they played the Dolphins in the Cardinals. You know, know, those two teams are going to be in the top five for sure. But... Just the way they play, like, I like their defense. You know, I think Earl Thomas has given them some edge. Keep an eye on Matthew Judon. He is superb uh, offensively. The play-action game is huge for Baltimore, not just RPOs, but, like, traditional, you know, play-action. They kill people with it. And keep an eye on Mark Andrews, too. This is a good football team. And please know that the Ravens are going to come in here knowing that if they can beat the Chiefs, they're going to earn a lot of respect because they also heard people – bash them by saying what I just said, who have they beaten? If they beat if they come into Kansas City and beat the Chiefs, they're gonna get a lot of respect and um they're gonna get thrust right into 
the playoff, you know, Super Bowl conversation, in addition to Lamar Jackson being thrown into the MVP conversation, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to come in. They're going to get the Chiefs their best shot. It, it should be a hell of a game. I'm looking forward to it because I'm going to be there. We're talking with Therese Baylor. He's the senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. I want to play this quote from you, Therese. It's Wink Martindale talking about Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes and the rivalry that could come out of this. So I'll play this for you. I want to ask you a question about it on the other side. The NFL is in good hands with these young quarterbacks, and I think you're going to see two great quarterbacks in this game. You know, we, we might be seeing the next Brady Manning matchup, Ali Frazier. Magic Bird, I don't, you know, you don't know, but the excitement of it, you know, leading off of your question, because all these quarterbacks, these young quarterbacks that are coming out, they can extend plays. So that was defensive coordinator for the Ravens, Wink Martindale, the other day, talking about Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Listen, I don't think it's going to become that. I'm not, I don't think that there is ever going to be another Manning versus Brady, because I don't know that there's ever going to be two of the three or four best quarterbacks ever playing in the same conference at the same time again. But... I did say earlier today, and I do believe, Therese, that the Ravens could become a rival for the Chiefs the way that the Colts and then the Steelers and the Ravens were for the Patriots when the Patriots were going through their dynastic run. What do you think about that possibility of the Ravens becoming a rival for the Chiefs? I think that's possible. And I, I would also encourage us to think about I'm not sure Wink is, I'm sorry, I'm not sure Don's out of control on this, man. Um, here's the thing. There, there are a lot of like really talented young quarterbacks in the NFL right now. So like of the next generation, we know that Patrick Mahomes is generational, right? He's one of the generational guys. But the, the NFL is going to such a spread kind of deal here. I, I think it's going to get easier, and it's only going to get easier for these quarterbacks to play the position. He's going to have a main rival here at some point. And I don't know if it's going to be Lamar. I don't know if it's, you know, Josh Allen or Kyler Murray or whoever. Like, who knows? It could be Trevor Lawrence who's coming. It could be Tua Tungvaloa, right? It could be somebody. But, like, he's going to have a generational rival just because the game has never been so open. Um, I, think that's, I think that's good for the game, though. That's fun. And if, if you're right, right, like, if you're right that the Ravens could be a primary rival, why not Lamar? Um Unless you're worried about his his durability, um, look, this game has never been easier to play. I mean, it's a level of quarterback. They can't bombing hunt you. They can't hit you. They can't really, you know, seek out and beat you up. They can't, you know, they can't do all the things that guys used to do in 1999. There's no more Rodney Harrison. You know, there's no more of these guys. So. Hey, man, I, I think that we kind of got to get ready for this next generation. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to see who emerges. And I think, you, I think you're on to something with the Ravens potentially being a primary rival because I think Eric DaCosta, their GM, is good. And I think that they're going to build something special there for a long time. I'm with you. I, I think it, to be a rival for this Chiefs team, you got to have a good quarterback, coach, and front yeah. office. And they certainly have all three of those things. Therese, last question for you. I was a vocal critic of the Spags hire when it was made. I did looked at the resume, oh. and th- 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 there were a lot of concerns, in my opinion. There were a couple of really tremendous years and a lot of years that were down. I believe there are already reasons to believe I was wrong. Um, and if the Chiefs are able to defensively look good tomorrow against this Ravens offense, I think that's going to be the last straw that I need to be able to say that I was absolutely wrong about the hire of Steve Spagnolo for this defense. 
What are you expecting from them tomorrow and out of Steve Spagnuolo's defense maybe that we haven't seen thus far? Well, I, I want to see them generate, like, real tangible pressure on Lamar Jackson if they can do it, but that starts with stopping the run. You know, to me, BK, you know, this, this comes down, hey, we know that the Ravens are going to line up. And at, at some point, they're going to try to beat you up with Mark Ingram. And if you let them do that, that offense is going to become unstoppable because they're so adept at play action. And it's a really well-designed offense under Greg Roman, okay? It's a really well-designed So, But it starts with stopping the run. And we know that this Chiefs team has had a hard time stopping the run, okay? So that's the number one thing. Like, if they can't stop the run, Baltimore's putting up 30 points. So, like, and guess what? That's the reason you lost the AFC Championship game. You couldn't stop the run yep. in the first half, and then you couldn't stop Tom Brady on three straight third and ten. So, you know, look, man, I, I think I, I think it's okay to have scrutiny over the SPAC higher. I was optimistic about it just because of, you know, Andy and the, the history there. And I think, you know, I thought they were going to get them some toys to work with. But let's be clear here. We're not going to be in a position to judge this deal. And I know this isn't fun, right? Like I, I get it. Like, but I don't think that we're going to be in a position to really judge this deal as long as they're adequate until December or January. Man. Like, let's see. We're going to judge them by how that defense performs late in the season. Because right now, like, how many times have we seen that defense play well in September and fall apart when yep. it matters? So it's a good sign if they stop the run tomorrow. But I'm mentally prepared for that to go the other way down the stretch and what might come. He is Therese Paler. He's the best in the business. You can hear him every Monday night right here on 610 Sports Radio for the Therese Paler Show beginning at 6 o'clock. Therese, you're the best, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. All right, my man. I'll see you on probably Sunday and Monday, too. All right. You're the best. Appreciate you. That is Therese Paler joining us here on the leadoff on 610 Sports Radio. The leadoff with Brandon Kiley, 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.